Here we go, baby. Is that not the best intro to a podcast you've ever heard? Because I think it is, personally. I wrote that myself. Um, that's got to be it's got to be up there with some of the greats. Welcome back, guys, to Man of the People. We've made it to episode two. That for me is quite baffling, as uh, as I'm still pretty sure this is the worst subject. Um, you know, possibly the worst. Uh, yeah, the idea. Uh, possibly the worst idea ever had for a podcast. It's not easy doing a podcast alone, um, but when you when you end up being let down so much by co-hosts, you got to take control. You got to take full control of your future. It's not easy riding solo in these things. Um, it, it it is very difficult, but what you lack in content, you gain with consistency and that's the that's the beauty of it you know i've got complete control of my diary of when i record what i record um it just means i have to fill fill more time fill more time so anyway today it is december the 17th of 2019 christmas is fast approaching it's approximately four o'clock in the afternoon i'm currently still unemployed for all for all employment purposes um i've just finished lovely trip down to the london wetland center shout out to the london wetland center and shout out to peter who was a very kind elderly man who came up to myself and my girlfriend and he actually uh, just came out of nowhere just sort of popped up out of nowhere, scampered over to us. Before he was even close, he was. He said, "Oh, excuse me, are you are you new? Is this your first visit to the London Wetland Centre?" And I I was honest and I said, "Yes, actually, yes, it is." So as he approached, he got closer, and I thought, "Shit, what have I let myself in for?" An old man at a bird sanctuary is now walking over to me and he looked delighted so I could have only expected that he was probably going to attempt to talk to us for a while um, and I was correct so when he came over to us he we were stood next to these sort of ducks ducks and birds and he proceeded to talk to us about those um, the main one in, in question or, or or in reference was uh, the Jemima puddle duck type duck, which is white with an orange bill. And they can't fly, apparently. And uh, he proceeded to tell me how they are used in the fields of China to get rid of pests. And then they eat the birds at the end of the season. However... During this conversation, 
unbeknownst to me, he had the voice of a very, very soothing man. Uh, I became enveloped in a deep trance. I very rarely, I can probably count on my one hand how many times in my life I have been spoken to by somebody and they've sent me into a relaxed state. And let me tell you, that man did it to me. So we ended up speaking to him for, I think, at least 10 minutes. It could be 15, but it felt like an eternity, but a good eternity. So he was just sort of nattering on. Um, It got to the point where I was almost encouraging further conversation. Um, But it was fantastic. Very nice man. Very nice man. And... uh, and that was that. And then I walked around the rest of it. Um, in terms of price, guys, value for money, that was uh, that was £15 today. So a bit cheaper than Hampton Court, if you were tuned into the first episode. If you weren't, it'll be there. So head back one episode. Um, £15. Very, very helpful staff at the reception. And um, and yeah, very outdoorsy, very nice. So, so head on down there, I recommend... Uh, highly recommend. Maybe go in the summer though, because half of it wasn't open because the summer route is shut due to the weather. Um, but yeah, very pleasant. Nothing too exotic there, but nonetheless, a very pleasant place. Now, I'm aware we're five minutes in. I've got ten minutes left, and we need to get onto the subject of the week or the day or the episode. So, without further ado, today I'll be talking about a neighbour. Ooh, a neighbour. I've had plenty of neighbours in my time. So, neighbours. Well, I suppose my relationship with neighbours has always been a little frosty. Um, I am a big fan of playing music quite loud. Um, I wish I could have done a podcast about music. I could, but I probably couldn't play any because... I don't know what the law is, I don't know what the rules are, I don't know how it works, and I don't have uh, the energy nor the um, the, the lust to, to, to actually research that and, and do it. So why bother? Why not just talk about a random subject that's generated each week? Why, not, why put yourself through any more pain than you need to? Um, yeah, do you know what I say about neighbours? Fuck the neighbours, that's what I say. Um, I... I've had quite a few altercations with neighbours um, since I've even lived here, actually. We've we've had issues with the neighbours, um, just the once. But, um, yeah, I think it's difficult. When you live in London, they're so close to you. They're always, you know, right next door. So you've got really nowhere to, to hide, nowhere to go. Um, I did think about coming uh, coming to this place and, and actually giving them something like a gift when I moved in so that we would be on sort of good terms, but... I never really got round to that. Um, I did once give a neighbour a gift, actually, when I was living in uh, in Putney, in West London. And actually, it was around Christmas time as well. And I was there alone. I think I'd been out for a couple of beers. And I got home. And I don't know where my flatmates were, but they'd gone somewhere. And I 
was in a very good spirit. So I went into the fridge and I saw a bottle of champagne in the fridge, which I know had been given to my best mate, who I was living with at the time. And I decided that I was going to give the bottle of champagne gifted to him to our immediate neighbour across the hallway. Um, he was never our friend, never a good buddy of ours. Um, I'm not really sure what sort of came over me, but I uh, did. So I, I took the champagne out of the fridge and I walked uh, out around the front, through through the front door and across the hallway, went across to the hallway and um, I knocked on the door and I was pretty inebriated to be honest and he opened the door, his name was Russell uh, he had sort of curly hair short curly hair, had a bit of a sort of an East End London accent and I said, oh hi, hi Russell um, just wanted to say Merry Christmas, Happy Christmas and um, he looked at me very confused uh, and sort of Checked up, took the bottle, accepted it, and um, and that was that. He just said, "Look, thanks very much," and then I uh, respectfully sort of said, "No problem," and turned away and walked back into the flat. Um, and he shut his door. I shut my door, uh, and I went in. And I thought, well, that that wasn't quite the social interaction I was hoping for. Um, what proceeded to happen was about two or three minutes later, there was a knock on the door. And it was only Russell, our good friend Russell, and he'd come back for me. He had, mu- he must have heard my pining for him. So he knocked on the door. I opened it, and uh, he then invited me in for a, a glass of red wine. And I love red wine, so I went in and I ended up speaking to to him, and we we ended up having a good chat actually. And he worked for Top man or no he didn't work for top man but he produced clothing for them and he had a very strange i mean his he actually owned his flat so he'd kind of done it up and everything in there was um you know like nice whereas our one was rented so the guy we were renting off was uh was an arabic dude so he had loads of strange sort of um yeah strange art he had two he had a frame of two Beretta handguns um, not real ones but a picture of them on the wall when we moved in so we weren't quite sure uh, what was going on there um, but needless to say yeah we had a good chat and then um, we went from there to the pub and uh, and and that was that we had a good night actually um, so that's probably the, the, the most uh, interaction I've ever had with a neighbour. Other than that, I suppose as a kid, we were constantly told off for kicking the ball into the neighbours' gardens, and I would subsequently go into uh, go into the garden and collect that. But most of the time, all the neighbours we had were really old, so they didn't have a clue what was going on. You know, they didn't know that they were kind of having their property um, violated on a, on, a, on a regular basis. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. Neighbours, you can't live them, you can't live without them. I think eventually I'd like to not have any neighbours. I'd like to move to the countryside. My only neighbours would be sweet Mother Nature. 
Um, and then, yeah, hopefully have a local pub. That would be the goal. I don't really want to, uh, don't want to be that isolated. I still want to be able to go for a couple of jars in the evening. Um, but yeah, that's probably all I've got in me, neighbours-wise, guys. I, I can't really think about anything else in terms of neighbours, uh, apart from the TV programme, which had Carly Minogin, who I saw at Glastonbury. And uh, I've got to say, she killed it. She absolutely killed it. She. Uh, one thing I did know about Glastonbury was that every person I've ever seen who um, who has been on the main stage has always said that it is the most impressive concert they've ever done. And they always stop and take a photo of all us, uh, all us yeomen. See previous episode for inside joke. Um, but I'll leave it there, folks. I've, uh, I think I've, I've talked enough on this point. Um, if, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please, uh, please subscribe. Please like, comment, subscribe. Please pass it on. Please tell a friend. Please keep it. Please watch it again. Um, and then, yeah, we'll be back very soon with another ex- extremely exciting episode. So uh, stay tuned. Thanks for stopping by.